Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is a Lip Media Podcast. In this podcast, you will hear Sarah swear. Fuck off and die, I hope you have a shit. are listening to the fuck off and die podcast i'm here with jade hi i'm jade uh jade is the illustrator of our book called fuck off and die and sarah is the wordsmith yes that is true and we are here today because if you are going through a breakup we're sending you a huge fucking hug and we're hoping that our words will give you a little bit of respite yeah and help you know that you're not alone in it yeah, I think that's that's really important. We talked last episode about finding your tribe. And um, today in my uh, little segment, which doesn't have a fucking name. Um, the part where Sarah looks in the book because she didn't <laughs> want to do any research. <laughs> I just read chapters from the book. The part um, where Sarah reads chapters from the book she well, wrote. You know what? These So basically... We the, could call it free fod. Free fod, yeah. I'm just free falling. But, no, because it's like instead of buying the book, you can just listen to the podcast and get the book for free this in is, audio form this is why i'm a terrible business person <laughs> um but look i don't care if you get this for free because you need it so i guess these activities in this book are designed to make you feel instantly better uh, i'm not going to kid myself and say they're going to alleviate your grief but um, they're way more fun and way easier than doing yoga yeah exactly and i think i said that last time like when i was going through my huge breakup i was reading all this shit that told me to meditate and i think the gap between what I was being told to do and what I was capable of made me feel even more upset because yeah. I just felt frustrated with myself. I was like, well, I should be going to yoga and I should be meditating and I should be forgiving. Interestingly, both Sarah and I do actually go to yoga. I do now. But I fucking hate it. <laughs> but that's the point is that, you know what, you are going to eventually go on to be the you know go on to live the amazing life that you were always meant to live. And you can do as much yoga as you fucking hate to do. Yeah, Jade actually hates yoga. I really do. I enjoy it, but um, that's sort of by the by. But eventually you'll do all the yoga you need to do. Um, but right now, just look after yourself. Be compassionate. 
And yeah, yoga um, is not a first month post breakup thing. It's like a second, third, sixth month post breakup. Unless it thing. was sort of like a low level breakup. But if it was, you're probably not listening to this podcast. Maybe you're just out of other podcasts. Yeah, you're really you're fucking desperate. Or maybe um, you just love my voice. I do like your voice. I like it. I like Thank it more. Um, I don't like what it says, <laughs> but I like the tone. It's really beautiful. But I think she's hitting on me. I, I am. I've been hitting on you for years. You just never notice. <laughs> um, I would I would date women, but I don't like the idea of going down on them. So. I, I digress. Um, I've made this lewd. If you don't like swearing, uh, definitely don't listen to this yeah, podcast. Yeah, let that be a warning to you. Yeah. That, Sarah has an intense potty mouth. I do. I can't help it. Um, but it's also because I feel like breakups elicit a raw emotion that makes me just want to fucking swear. Yeah. And so therefore I'm doing it for your own good. We're trying to be real with you. But my So my activity is a good riddance list. I love this list. This is like the fucking bread and butter of shit that will that will help you. And and it's basically based on the fact that for some fucking reason, I don't know why your mind does this, but I find when I go through a breakup, I put my ex on a pedestal. Yeah. Do you ever do that? Yeah, absolutely. Why? Why um, do you do this? I think it's it's like a little hit of a drug. Like y- you remember the good times and it makes you feel good for that split second. Yeah. And so you just keep going through that cycle over and over again, looking for that hit. Ah, I've never thought about that. Yeah. And then it just makes it harder to let go. Oh, it does. And literally, like, even if I'm with someone that was a fucking cunt, I do not remember those times where they made me feel like shit. Mm. I just remember, like, the really fun times when we were, like, you know, I don't know, at the beach and um, looking into each other's eyes. Yeah, Excuse but. me, I just vomited <laughs> in my mouth. Um, so this good riddance list is actually, um, I sort of retrospectively found out that Guy Winch, who's um, an amazing psychologist who does a pretty famous TED talk on, on how to deal with a broken heart. I believe you gave me his book and then stole it back. I did. I needed it. <laughs> I was going through a breakup. I needed all the help I could get. But basically he advocates for something similar. And that is um, what I want you to do is if you have a pen and paper. Um, or if you've got our book. Follow along in the book. <laughs> yeah, go to chapter one in the book. Write down every single thing that he or she did that made you feel like shit. It doesn't matter how petty it, it could be. It could be that they left the fucking toilet seat up or that they didn't get along with your dog, which I think is actually not petty. Deal breaker. Deal breaker. Put it in your bag. Put it somewhere where you can look at it. And then when you put on those fucking rose-colored glasses, pick it up and read it and remind yourself of why you're not with him. And then once you really, really are over it, what do you do with it then, Sarah? Babe, you fucking set that shit on fire. I love, I, I was literally sitting at my desk the other day, just burning a piece of paper. But really, we're all about the tokenistic gestures. I know they're not going to solve your heartache, but they are sort of a, a kind of a cool way to let go. And so if you have a responsibly located fire pit or not, fucking set the list on fire. Don't burn your house down. We did not advise you to set a fire. Don't burn his house down or her house down because I would argue they're not worth the jail time. You might be mad now, but you'll regret it when you're sitting in jail. Um, but yeah, so that's that's my that's my sort of little spiel for you. Um, get that good riddance list going. Honestly, it's the one thing that that really helped me through my big breakup. Tell me one thing on your good riddance list. <laughs> he used to criticize how I chopped vegetables. 
what and then when how I, do you chop vegetables wrong honestly my mum did too so i feel like i was probably dating my mother or maybe you actually are really bad at chopping vegetables <laughs> i'm fucking fine like i mean a, you made a cheese plate with chopped vegetables on it which they look fine to me okay good because i was like are you are you actually against me am i gonna have to break up with you <laughs> um yeah and that was funny because when i did become single i remember standing there sort of chopping vegetables and i started crying what it was because it was liberating yeah because i was like oh my god i can chop them however i want now isn't that funny how sometimes really small things are used to control and manipulate us yeah and they build up like and it's you, like these little yeah. tiny kind of i don't i don't want to say like abuse because i mean it kind of is psychologically abusive but it seems so minor that you don't mm. want to categorize it as that but when they build up and build yeah. up, they shatter your self-esteem. I think in isolation, and that's often how that happens when you are with someone, sort of someone who's a bit controlling, is it starts off little and then because you love them, you excuse it and then it gets more and more and then you start thinking there's something wrong with you. So I, I just stopped cooking. Like I didn't cook because I used to think, oh, I'm just really shit. You know, I'm not going to do it right. I don't cook because I hate cooking. Well, I've, I've sort of just started again and I really love it. I find it very like cathartic and meditative. And yet, where is our dinner? <laughs> I didn't make any fucking dinner. I'm sorry, we're ordering Uber Eats. So did you have anything that you would say good riddance to? I have a funny one. This is not from a recent ex, but it just made me laugh when it came into my head. Good riddance to his hair that smelt like old soap. I don't even know what that would smell like. I don't, I can't describe it. Did he wash his hair with soap? Yes. All right. Well, that would make sense. But like not in a like fresh, clean, oh my God, you smell like clean soap kind of way. Just in a more like, oh my God, you have years and years of soap scum built up in your hair. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. And also I think like you spend a lot of time, if you're with someone, you smell their hair a lot. Yeah. And normally that should be a beautiful thing. Like people would go, oh, your hair smells nice. But yeah, that's fucked up. All right. Well, good, good riddance to soap. Good riddance to soap hair. Soap scum hair. (laughs) Okay, so today's question that we're going to answer is, what does it mean if my ex likes my photos on Instagram? Oh, what does that mean? Ooh, what does it mean? I don't, well, I think it means that they still like you. Possibly, but there's a lot of other things it can mean as well. One reason would be they still like you and they are hoping to get back together. Yeah. One reason. Yeah. There's a lot of other reasons, including that they might be keeping tabs on you, monitoring you and wanting you to know that they're doing that. So it can be a control exercise. Yeah, it's probably more likely to be that. Well, not necessarily. Um, Another one is that kind of tying in with that keeping tabs on you thing is that they don't want you to move on. So they're staying present in your mind by kind of these like mini contact points by just going like, like, like. They're popping up, their name's popping up and they're constantly reminding you that they exist and kind of stopping you from being able to get on with your shit. The baggage reclaim chick would say they're giving you bread breadcrumbs. Right. But right, not right, the right. whole loaf. Um, what is baggage reclaim for listeners who may or may not have heard of it? Well, it's a podcast and a book by this uh, English chick who talks about uh, emotionally unavailable men and the women who love them. The book is fucking great. I uh, This sounds really bad, but I find her hard to listen to because her voice is really like, uh, like she's talking down to you yeah i like find her done quite the wrong patronizing. <laughs> like i feel like i'm in trouble the whole time yeah yeah she's listening to her totally she makes you feel like you've done something wrong which you have i guess because you are like dating an emotionally unavailable man that's but not my fault yeah we're all trying here 
but yeah did you was there anything else because i feel like your answers are pretty yeah but i thought maybe we should say um for anyone who is interested in baggage reclaim because there is some great stuff in there what's her name i can't remember we can put it in the notes oh yeah we'll put it in the notes for you yeah thank god for the fucking notes uh, but definitely the book is is pretty eye-opening i really um, got a lot out of it yeah, and if you don't get the audiobook, you maybe won't get that patronising tone of voice. Yeah, you can make up your own voice. Honestly, with this whole fucking breakup thing, be compassionate with yourself. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so other reasons why your ex might be following you on Instagram and liking your posts. Maybe they just genuinely wish you well. Yeah, that's like... Maybe they maybe that, they're friends. <laughs> well, that's insane. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you have mutual friends or like you're part of the frame friendship circle, maybe they're just trying to stay on good terms. Yeah. I guess, do you kind of get an idea of the answer for your situation based on the context of the person, I guess? Yeah. Yeah. And without more information about this particular person's situation, it's hard to know which one of them, like which category they fit into. Mm. But I think don't jump to the assumption that your ex wants to get back together. It is one of many possible reasons. I actually think you probably broke up for a reason and maybe the best course of action would be to block your ex just temporarily until having them like your posts doesn't freak you out and kind of solicit an emotional response anymore. I think that's excellent advice. And if you can't do it, get a mate to do it for you. Yeah. Honestly. And don't feel bad about it. Like your social media pages are yours Mm. and you are kind of communicating in a non-direct way with the people that follow you and Mm. you don't owe anyone that followership. Like you can unfollow or un, what was the word I'm looking for? Old lady Jade's lost her words. No, unfollow. Unfollow um, and block. Yeah. um, Anyone that you don't want following you. I even found like for me with one of my exes, I would see him online and it would trigger me because I'd be thinking, oh, you know, he'd be saying, good morning, beautiful. And I would start getting really sad that we weren't messaging Um, So I ended up blocking him, but because we didn't have a terrible breakup, I sort of messaged him and said, hey man, like I am blocking you. I I still know that we're going to reconnect, but I just need this for a couple of months because I'm struggling when I see you online. And he was was like, dude, I totally understand. Wasn't a dick move. You weren't trying to prove a point. You were just trying to create some space for yourself and Mm, to heal respectfully let your ex know. Yeah. And I mean, I didn't have to let him know. You don't have to let them know, but I wanted to because I I did care about his feelings. Yeah. And I think if you're trying to maintain a friendship with someone as well, it's probably advisable. Yeah. And I mean, one of my exes, he did something pretty you know, I felt like we, we broke up on terrible terms and I blocked the shit out of him and I didn't tell him because I didn't care. Yeah. He probably didn't even notice he was blocked. <laughs> <laughs> are there are there any other points? Like, I feel like you fucking nailed that. Thank you. I Yeah, there, there were things there. I think that breadcrumb thing really struck me. Like, I had a guy I dated who was definitely emotionally unavailable who would always sort of check in on me just, just when I was about to get over him. It's like he had a radar for knowing when I was you know feeling good and yeah. recovering and it is a manipulative behavior mm. and yeah. and then my heart would sort of flutter and go oh maybe maybe he's ready to be with me now yeah and um now i sort of see it for what it is and when they do that i just get pissed off yeah they and just like, don't want the attention from you to go yeah but they don't want to be with you either yeah exactly and that's what i that's the whole like fucking like loaf thing i know a lot of people don't like carbs i yeah. personally do but um you know who is often a good person to know what the intent of your exes is you for a start but also (laughs) your mates 
If all of your friends hate your ex, there's probably a reason why. And it's probably the things you've told them about that person. Mm. Um, And sometimes I think it's helpful to reflect that back. Yeah. When I, with one of my exes, I used to get you to list all the things that I hated about him. (laughs) And you were like, this is my fucking dream, man. And you would sit there and you'd list them off and I go, thank you. Now I know, like, it was literally like a good riddance list. Oh, but like a but out loud yeah an me. audio one that came back to me it's like an ai sort of situation oh, i tell you what i have i have lists about things that i hate about all my friends exes and i'm happy to recite them whenever so find that friend find that judgmental friend who loves you <laughs> is that what i just coined you as the judgmental <laughs> I, I friend i'm now the judgmental me. friend <laughs> um and also while you're at it get them to block him because honestly there's something that makes it really hard for you to do it on your own um so like i got my sister to block one of my exes and um, I was really grateful. On your account? Yeah, because I couldn't physically do it. It was like, I mean, it's not hard. It's just using your thumbs. But I've always thought you had weak thumbs. I do. Okay, so this is the time in the podcast where we give you a quote just to sort of cap things off and give you some love. Cut things off? Cap things off. Oh, cap. I was cap. like, why are we cutting everyone off? No, we're not no. <laughs> cutting you off. We love you. Um, <laughs> Jay, do you? Do you have anything? Yeah. Okay. So I've really been um, digging into the books that Brené Brown has written. Um, I'm very much a fan of her work. Um, For anyone who isn't already familiar with her, she is a shame and vulnerability researcher. And she talks a lot about setting boundaries and also about being true to yourself. And I found this quote online, which says... When I started setting boundaries, I became far less sweet, far more loving, but far less sweet. Dude, that's epic. I thought it was interesting, like to give yourself that permission to be genuinely loving, but also less of a people pleaser. And that's sort of like that, that ties in with the blocking because that's a boundary. Yes, you should absolutely block your ex. And you deserve that. My quote is far less uh, beautiful. It is, uh, breakups are hard, but so are other penises. This podcast was recorded in Sarah's Lounge Room in Perth, Western Australia. Fuck Off and Die is a book you can buy on Amazon Australia and our website, fodbook.com. Our theme music is by Naomi Robinson and Desire Padmanabam. We are always looking for sponsors, so if you want to support our work, please email info at fodbook.com. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.